Hey y'all, quick note. While My Hero Academia was created for kids, this podcast is not safe for work or children. Additionally, this particular episode contains thirsty comments that apply to adult depictions of characters only, or to concepts that have been disconnected from the characters themselves and are being discussed on their own. All trigger warnings and spoilers for each episode can be found at our website, myheroanalysis.com. Thanks for listening! Hey y'all, this is My Hero Analysis, a podcast about My Hero Academia, aka Boku no Hero Academia. We are three grown adults who mind Japanese children's cartoons for serotonin because God knows our brains aren't making it naturally. Hey y'all, it's our podcast's one year anniversary, so in celebration, here is our ninth bonus episode, and we will be discussing, drumroll please, insert drumroll noise here, Alpha, Beta, Omega dynamics in My Hero Academia fan fiction. So this is going to be a super fun one. Yeah, Omegaverse time. Let's go. Yes, let's do this. <laughs> um, So hey, y'all, I'm Fern. I read so much porn for this episode. Like I sped read porn because I wanted to discuss this topic so badly. Like so much porn. So like, I'm not a babe in the woods. Like I've read explicit fanfic before, but that's not usually what I go for. So this was, this was kind of a journey, definitely broadened my horizons, um, but it was a fun journey. So it was pretty great. Hey y'all, I'm Nicole. Uh, this is the kink education I never knew I wanted in college. So I am both excited and nervous. <laughs> and, and to be clear, I have a basic knowledge of the Omegaverse and will therefore just be making a lot of jokes rather than in-depth analysis. <laughs> hey y'all, it's Maria and ah yes, porn. What a time to be alive. I am very well versed in <laughs> written porn because I live for it. Plus I've been reading porn since I was like 13, 14. So it's just never scared me. I was a very interesting kid, but you know, whatever. <laughs> you know, some people get their start early in life. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Oh man. But yeah, what a time to be alive indeed. The world is falling apart, but we have the Omegaverse. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, but a few content warnings before we get started. So we'll be discussing explicit content of aged up characters. Um, we're also multi-shippers and we are very kink positive. So anyone who's squicked out or triggered by any of the above, no hard feelings. Catch you later. Uh, also, unfortunately, I didn't have the time or energy to pull like hard data, like actual numbers, even though I like really, really wanted to. But that's not going to stop me from making a lot of sweeping statements and generalizations because it never does. So just keep that in mind. Um, these are just my impressions. I'm going to phrase them like they're known facts, but they're not. Um, <laughs> so if you have any evidence proving that something I say is incorrect, please email us straight away at myheroanalysis at gmail.com. I would love to be corrected. I'm being genuine give me all the numbers. Like I will absolutely read your email. And if I agree with your points, I will happily retract the incorrect statement. Yeah. They're, they're not kidding. They really want data and spreadsheets Mm -hmm. on alphas and omegas and everything else. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Fern and I love our spreadsheets. I will often send pictures of spreadsheets I have made for various reasons because data is fun. And you are very good at spreadsheets. They're always very beautiful and well-organized. Oh my God, I'm dying a little bit for (laughs) y'all. We've been making you die a lot today. Yeah, you have. Well, it's about to get so much worse. Um, But also keep in mind that I only looked at fix on archive of our own. Yes, we support AO3. No, I will not be reading your emails about that subject. Um, But the only, so yeah, I only looked there. Um, and I only looked at fics where the characters in the fic were 18 and over, just because, you know, I have my own personal triggers and boundaries. So I just did what worked for me. Um, but that might affect some of my impressions and skew some data, as it were. Um, I did look at some uh, Omegaverse fics from other fandoms, though, like just for comparison's sake. So I wasn't entirely lazy. 
Yes. And I want to ask who doesn't support AO3, but I feel like that's a whole can of worms that I have been just blissfully unaware of. So I don't want to know. No, thank you. No emails. They will be deleted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't want to know. Um <laughs> Also, last couple of points, I'm using the word trans as an umbrella term for the wider trans non-binary community. And anytime I use the word standard to describe genitalia, it's in parentheses because there is no real standard outside of patriarchal propaganda because everyone's genitals look different. And that's good. Yes, (laughs) genitals. I'm a child and (laughs) patriarchy poisons us all. (laughs) But also genitals are funny. It's fine. It's, It's a fun word. Uh, so first question we're going to address, why the fuck are we doing a bonus episode about this? Um, so you're a nerd. Well, yeah, but (laughs) (laughs) so fun fact, when I first heard of the Omegaverse, I, I, this was multiple years ago, I had no clue what it was. And so I decided that the best way to learn was to read the top Omegaverse fic on AO3, um, which in hindsight was dumb. But fortunately, the top fic is actually just an explanation of the trope. <laughs> so I read it and I was like, I don't think that's for me, but Godspeed. I, I just love that the top fic in the tag is a dictionary entry. Oh, I love fandom internet. It's just so, <laughs> so that's it. It's just so. It's a very, it reads like a very, very sarcastic encyclopedia entry. Yes. I love it. Uh, and the entire time I was like oh damn this episode is just really gonna come for me huh Mm -hmm. oh we're all gonna get called out don't worry Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. so anyway that was the origin of my introduction to the Omegaverse um but then as many of you are probably already aware the topic became popular on TikTok and a lot of people started talking about how a lot of Omegaverse fics are very trans-positive, include a lot of in-depth discussions about gender roles, patriarchy, etc. So I realized the error of my ways, and I had to go check it out because I live and die for the social commentary. Come for the porn, stay for the commentary. <laughs> Come. <laughs> I'm a child. <laughs> yeah, and uh, TikTok for once was correct. Um, I feel like this is actually a really interesting and complex trope, and it's like weirdly gender affirming. We'll get to it. Um, but I had so much to say, and I kept spamming the group chat. Um, so we had no choice but to do a bonus episode because I legitimately wouldn't shut up about it. Um, and my co-hosts are the coolest people in the world with the best taste. So they were fully on board. Yes. Also, TikTok is often correct if you stay on the correct sides of it. (laughs) Mm, When it comes to fandom analysis, yes. Yes. Nothing else. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. TikTok really do be giving some really good regs. This is why my TBR is so long now. (laughs) Your porn TBR. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. My porn TBR is so long. I'm trying to get through a book right now and it's a struggle. Ooh, it's so long. Ooh. Anyway. (laughs) But it's porn, so it's great. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We can can expect these stupid juvenile jokes to continue. Yeah, through the whole thing. Mm -hmm. So the next question is, for those who don't know, what the fuck are alpha, beta, omega dynamics? Uh, so this is a kink trope uh, where people have secondary genders, which are also sometimes referred to as a designation. Why is designation so funny to me? Like, is there some sort of bureaucracy of gender? Like, You the- don't know how yeah. close you are. We'll get to I, it. Uh, <laughs> So in Uh, Omegaverse fanfics, um, people are male or female, um, and then they have a second gender that also affects both their primary and um, secondary sex characteristics, including but not limited to. um, So the first one is alternate or fantasy genitalia. So people who are alphas tend to have giant penises with knots, uh, which means the base of the penis inflates to lock the couple together just either just before 
uh, during or after ejaculation for like a variable length of time, um, which that depends on the fanfic. And it can be anywhere from a few minutes to like several hours. Um, most alphas in fanfics are male. Uh, female alphas aren't mentioned as often, uh, but we'll get to it. Give female alphas cocks 2K22. Mm -hmm. I am fully on board with this. Oh yeah, we are all 100% on board with female alphas having cocks. Mm -hmm. uh, so then you have betas and these can differ, their genitalia can differ pretty widely. Sometimes they have quote unquote standard gender, gen blah, genitalia <laughs> or sex characteristics. Um, sometimes they're asexual or infertile. Sometimes they have intersex genitalia, just depends on the fanfic. There's a pretty wide range. Um, and then omegas have either a micropenis or no penis, typically. Uh, sometimes have lubricating, self-lubricating anuses. Um, they produce a lot of slick, aka natural lubrication. <laughs> slick. That's the one thing I never needed an explanation for when it came to the Omegaverse. <laughs> also, listeners, just so y'all know where I'm coming from, I have so far abstained from the ABO fix, mainly because the breeding kink just isn't for me. It's not my cup of tea. You do you. Uh, but I also know that if I do a database sort that eliminates like the breeding and the pregnancy, I'm going to be all up in those fix. Just yes. Mm -hmm. But also my no. only note, yes. <laughs> my only note was lubrication is important. Yes, it, it is. is. It really, really is. So some other like uh sex characteristics that you'll see differ um are physical size and musculature. Um so alphas tend to be very large and muscular, like I mean like cartoonishly large, like seven feet tall, large. Yes, yes, alpha moves. Yes, mm -hmm. we need all the moves. Yeah, and then betas tend to be average according to the author's definition of average. Uh, and then omegas tend to be smaller, not super muscular, often have more body fat. Yeah, and my lizard brain just went, who's a little baby to the omega description. <laughs> and so if I have to suffer from my lizard brain being ridiculous, so do y'all. Yep, and uh, <laughs> you're oddly correct. I know uh, I am, <laughs> and that's why I put it. <laughs> And then you're also going to see some more animal animalistic characteristics, um, like fangs. Yeah, always down for some fangs. Biting is fun. <laughs> mm -hmm. Lots of biting, lots of biting. Um, you'll also see claws. Yes, yes, please. Mm -hmm. Claws. And then uh, omegas usually have estrus cycles instead of, or in addition to menstrual cycles, which doesn't make sense, but that's not the point. Um, so <laughs> alphas go into rut while omegas go into heat, and then betas typically do neither. Um, and the timing of these is sometimes unique to the individual, and then it sometimes happens at a specific time of the year. Um, it really depends on the fanfic, but it can range anywhere from once a year to once a month. Okay. I, I, we're going to get to it. Obviously we are, but my first thought was that like full moon ruts and heat were the baseline for all of this. Like, is that yeah. a correct assumption? Oh, the yeah. werewolf porn was very influential. Yeah. Okay. That's pretty best baseline. Although sometimes it's a full moon and some other times it's the new moon. Some people like to switch it up for spice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Sometimes it has to do with lunar phases. Sometimes it has to do with nothing. It really just depends. Okay. Um, so you'll also see heightened sensitivity to pheromones. Um, so alphas and omegas often have their own unique scent, which uh, alphas are usually muskier. Omegas are sweeter. Betas have little to no scent. This seems wildly inconvenient, just on a number of levels. Mm-hmm. But also the Sarah J. Moss universe is making a lot more sense right now. <laughs> Isn't it? Isn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> she Oof. borrowed. Yeah. She borrowed heavily. She stole, but okay. Yep. Um, so then you'll also see omegas often creating nests while alphas often create dens, um, AKA these are quiet, dark, secluded spaces with lots of personal comforts, pillows, blankets, etc., um, where that person feels safe fucking and where they have like supplies necessary to sustain them through an extremely vigorous, 
resource consuming, like multi-day fuck fest. So like water, Gatorade, protein bars, other kinds of food, like it's all there, like right nearby where they can get to it easily. Oh dear. See, see when I make a nest and I am putting together all my snacks and resources, I just do it so I don't have to leave my bed while I watch Netflix. Like these allosexuals and alphas and omegas they they just come across as wilding to me (laughs) i mean you joke but that's basically what it is just there's also sex sex instead of netflix or yeah i'm 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 just gonna listen (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah speaking of the sex uh, the sex is superhuman so speaking of lubrication fluids everywhere buckets and buckets of fluids like mattress soaking fluids Uh, dehydration is usually referenced but it rarely ever becomes an actual issue my only thought was about (laughs) hagfishes if that tells you anything about my (laughs) kind of like i mean (laughs) mine just always hydrate don't dehydrate yeah it's so much though okay Mm -hmm. Uh, okay i'm still i'm still here i'm just (laughs) The logic is hurting the chism. It's fine. It's fine. I'm good. I'm but here. you know, they really promoted messy sex and sex is by default, like pretty messy and kind yeah. of gross. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, we for sure. circled back around to realistic expectations for sex. Somehow it's just baffling. It really is. I love it. It's wonderful. <laughs> yeah. Um, and fortunately these characters can usually survive um, for longer without food, water, or sleep during their heat or rut. No, I need to sleep. I I need you to, uh, no. (laughs) (laughs) And one session can last for like half an hour or more before someone finally comes. My ADHD and my chronic fatigue could never do anything for like half an hour. No. See, this is why you need all the lubrication because otherwise the chafing would be out of control. Yeah, I I have nothing to say. (laughs) Are are we, I think we're thinking of the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh Lord. Oh, that's not podcast material, but anyway, (laughs) but yeah, basically no prep or very little prep is needed. There's no chafing or tearing. There's no soreness unless the writer is into that. And then it's just like satisfying soreness. Um, there's also usually very little kink negotiation, but it almost always ends up well for the main pairing. Um, if you're not the main pairing, it's probably not going to end up. Okay. That's usually going to cause problems. Um, but then you'll also see personality changes. Um, so alphas are often aggressive and domineering. Betas are often calm and rational. Omegas are often submissive and emotional, just very stereotypical stuff. Um, but keep in mind that any or all of these tropes can be inverted or omitted. Um, in fact, typically the whole point of these fanfics, whether they have a plot or not, is that the main character doesn't fit the stereotypes of whatever secondary gender they have, um, but they're still perceived as desirable despite the fact that they don't fit in. And then hot. cross, sorry. That's hot. It is hot. It's very hot. <laughs> <laughs> and so crossover kinks uh, include monster fucking, especially werewolves, furries, also werewolves, like breeding, BDSM, public sex, gender fuckery, arranged marriage, soulmates, etc. This is a bit of a tangent, but I love some arranged marriage and soul fi- soulmate fanfic, like anything that'll feed my fantasy of finding a life partner without having to do any work to find them is just, yes, I yes. am inherently lazy and I hate dating. So. Yes. Yes. Me, me also. So where's my I faded I also mate? hate dating <laughs> and yet I do it because I like to torture myself, but that's beside the point. Uh, you're stronger than us. Um, But anyway, you'll also see strong themes of like fat positivity, trans and intersex positivity. Uh, The tag fantasy intersex omegas came up a lot, which definitely leaves a lot of room for mistakes to be made. Uh, But so far, it's been pretty chill. Um, Not too much tokenism or anything like that. Um, But then there are also some more difficult subjects like patriarchy, gender stereotypes, the difficulties of both monogamy and polyamory. Uh, legal discrimination, medical discrimination, dubcon, non-con, domestic and sexual abuse, child sexual abuse, sexual slavery, very stereotypical depictions of sex work, etc. The list goes on. So don't forget to read the tags and proceed with caution. 
Um, also, the Omegaverse is most often used for male-male pairings, um, although there's plenty of content featuring other kinds of couple combos. Female-female uh, especially is growing in popularity, as well as ships with three people or more. Um, however, there is very little female alpha male omega content, and I am very disappointed in all of you. How dare they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is a definitely a need for more female alpha male omega content. I want small scrawny femboy and the strong muscular step on me mommy. Damn it. Yep, exactly. Literally exactly. Maria gets my point perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> so there's feeling also- safe. It's very easy to get spicy on this topic. Um, So there's also a widespread assumption that the majority of people writing Omegaverse fanfics are cis cis women, Um, but trans authors are also writing it, and they are doing a phenomenal job, like really pushing the boundaries of what's quickly becoming like a whole last genre. And honestly, I think they're elevating it to new heights. Um, And if you couldn't tell, there's going to be a bit of a bias towards trans writers, and that's just what you get when all three of your hosts are gender non-conforming to some extent. Um, But honestly, this trope was just basically tailor-made for us, so it's no wonder that trans writers are excelling at it. Yes. Uh, Is it wrong or rude to say that cis is boring? Like, probably, but I stand by it. Like, (laughs) somebody called it, like, the default setting on TikTok, and just, like... (laughs) There's just, there's so much of it and there's so little variation, I think is the issue. And just any different viewpoint is seen as refreshing. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. I agree. See, I like this sometimes, but you know, when you add more people into it, all about spicing everything up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. It just makes everything uh, more diverse. (laughs) (laughs) More diverse is better. Just Yes, in general. Um, Also, not all Omegaverse fanfics are porn. I found a surprising number of G-rated Omegaverse fanfics. Most of those were typically comparing like secondary gender stuff to like the horrors of going through puberty as a teenager. Um, (laughs) Okay, okay. I'm, I'm skeptical, but I'm following. Yeah, they do exist. They do exist. Um, and then Omegaverse fanfics also tend to have like really long, complex plots in addition to all the porn. Like so many of these fanfics were like 200,000 words plus. Like y'all are out here writing entire encyclopedias. Yeah, and damn, and I can't even finish one book. God, I know. Like, where's this all coming from? Um, and that being said, there's still plenty of PWP, which can stand for either porn without plot or plot, what plot? Um, so if anyone's looking for that, you are definitely going to find it. Um, but most of it will still make you have big feelings. Um, and I'm not just talking about pants feelings. <laughs> <laughs> pants feelings. <laughs> All the pants feelings. Um, so now we're going to move on to the origins of the Omegaverse. Um, again, for those who don't know. Also, it's just fascinating to talk about. Um, so as everyone could probably guess, supernatural fan fiction writers <laughs> definitely started it. Um, But other than that, (laughs) the origins aren't actually 100% clear. Like some people speculate that it's based on like incorrect and outdated ideas about wolf pack dynamics from like werewolf centric stories. And there is a lot of werewolf porn out there. It is a very, very popular kink. (laughs) So that would not surprise me. And then others say it's because of Dark Angel, which is a TV show that starred the infamous Jensen Ackles and featured characters that went into heat. And then Supernatural fans just took it and ran with it. I'm sorry, a TV show starring who that did what? Oh, apparently oh. James Cameron was involved somehow. No, what? I, I, how did this, I... I've never heard of this. Like, I am shocked that this has never been on my radar. Like, at all. I know. It's wild. Yeah. um, I think I'm going to have to go and search for this show for research purposes, of course. Oh, yeah. For research, obviously. Like, this entire episode. Obviously. Obviously. Hold on. I need to blow my nose. Oh, my God. I'm (laughs) I'm just just flabbergasted. Mm. Yeah, I know. Me, too. I was like, wait, a Jensen Ackles show that I don't know about? Like, what what (laughs) yeah it only had like two seasons um two two (laughs) i 
it's out there. I I don't know if I'm emotionally, mentally, physically, spiritually prepared for that, but I don't think so either, but I'm still going to go find it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Y'all do that. I'm going to skip it because I'm not a huge Supernatural fan. Um, That's fine. To each their own. But also it's it's Godspeed and I hope it's sufficiently demented. (laughs) I mean, but honestly, I'm more of a fan of Jensen Ackles and like- he has been my crush for a long time. Like he is one of the main reasons I'm like, yeah, I was, bi- I'm by. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh man. But yeah, both of these things probably had an influence. Um, I think it's just one of those things where a lot was going on in TV and the internet at one time, like vampires probably also had some sort of effect Um, And fandom just did what it often does and took everything and threw it in a blender to create something new. Also, I'm going to add a lot of us grew up on YA fantasy lit. And let me tell you, that shit was wild and I have no regrets. Oh, Oh, yeah. yeah. It went some weird places. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, God. I, wow. So many things. So many. Like, City of Ashes? Oh. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. Oh, God. Oh, God. I can't, I can't, I can't go down that memory <laughs> hole right now. Okay. Anyway, I, I also heard that there was also like old Star Trek fanfic that contributed like alongside Supernatural, like the Kirk and Spock pairing thing going oh, on. Oh my God. Okay. Okay. Yes. You're correct. Um, this goes all the way back to like the freaking 60s. Um, but yeah. yes, there is a Pawn Far episode where Spock goes into a primal state because his body needs a mate. And that was the first episode of season two, by the way, y'all. <laughs> Whoa, they, they, that escalated quickly. What? It so did. Like Star Trek was just like this breakaway show and people weren't even sure it was going to get a second season and that it did. And then that's the episode you see. I just, yeah, people's worlds were rocked. I could do an entire podcast on that episode alone. Like, oh my God. <laughs> Ooh, oh, okay. Well, I'm glad I reminded you. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Because that was, oh my God, that was like pivotal. But yes, you are absolutely correct. That definitely kickstarted it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So our next question that we're going to look at is male omegas and female alphas. What kind of bits they got? And the answer is, it depends. Yeah, they got what they got. Mm -hmm. So female alphas do come up, um, but not super often. And usually not in detail because they're typically side characters, um, unless you're in the She-Ra or Legend of Korra fandoms, and then you have a wealth of fanfics featuring female alphas at your disposal. Like, holy shit. (laughs) Yeah, like like Kool-Aid Man. Oh yeah, that's exciting. Uh I I love that that's out there. (laughs) It's pretty great. Um, So sometimes a female alpha is just a girl with a dick. Um, You'll see this a lot if an author is trans. Um, Sometimes they have some kind of fantasy intersex variation. Sometimes they've got like fantasy oppositors. You can look up that word yourself. That's a whole, that is, in itself is a big old topic. I don't need to go into <laughs> animal biology right now. <laughs> oppositors. <laughs> yep. And sometimes they appear to have like, quote unquote, standard female genitalia until aroused. And then a penis like unsheaths or otherwise appears from wherever it was tucked away. <laughs> That sounds so useful. Like it's a Swiss army dick. Mm-hmm. That, yes. Yeah, that would be very convenient. Not gonna lie. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like why don't penises work like that? Why are they just dangling out in the open all vulnerable? That's not smart. Bad, <laughs> bad design. I mean, bad character design. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> so on the other hand, male omegas come up most often and they usually have the most detailed descriptions and the most range genitalia wise. Um, so most often they'll have some sort of penis. It's usually pretty small, uh, like a couple inches long at most. And they also have self-lubricating assholes. Again, useful, convenient. Mm-hmm. Very convenient. Use lube. Uh, sometimes they have intersex genitalia that ranges pretty widely. If you can imagine it, it probably exists. Uh, sometimes a male omega is just a dude with a pussy. 
Um, this is also most likely to appear if the author is trans. And I'm not going to lie. These were the ones that I found like super gender affirming along with the fat positive ones. And like, uh, it was, it was pretty arousing. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Affirmation is sexy. It yep, is. Yep. It is. It's much easier to feel aroused when you feel good about yourself. I can't believe that that took me so long to figure out. But anyway, yeah. so I'm sure the question on everyone's mind is, how do male omegas give birth? And the answer is, again, it depends. <laughs> so if they have vaginas, they just give birth through the vaginal canal, pretty standard. Uh, if they have lubricating anuses, um, it's either like not explicitly described and you just have like a miracle baby, like, oh, it's there. Um, or sometimes they have a C-section or they have a butt baby through something vaguely alluded to as the birthing channel, which I'm pretty sure is still just the anus. Okay. Also, I can't believe y'all are like, don't remember this, but there's a Jimmy Neutron episode where Carl gets butt pregnant by an alien. I feel like that was formative to a lot of these authors. I, I'm still not sure I believe you about this. How on earth did they get that into a kid's episode? Okay, I'm sending, a kid's show. I'm sending screenshots to the discord right now. Please do. Please do. Because yeah. I have um, many questions. Also, I'm amazed. <laughs> I don't remember that. I, I don't know how you don't. It, it was, it like, it's stuck in my brain and I'm not an ABO person. Like, okay. I just sent it. I, I am so sorry, but. I was not aware that was a thing, but then again, I never really liked Jimmy Neutron. I hated the art style and honestly, just the show in general. Hate me if y'all want. I stand by my hate of that oh, yeah. show. Yeah, like I don't mind if you, if it's not one of my all-time favorites, but- Oh the, yeah, no, I have no strong feelings towards yeah. Jimmy Neutron. It was just on TV, so I watched yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, that, um, yeah, but pregnant Carl is a thing and- Oh my God, more. it is a thing, what the fuck? Yeah, okay, I'm gonna look at it right now. <laughs> I need some eye bleach. <laughs> Like it definitely has like the alien vibes, like the alien trilogy where the they have like the things on the faces and the mouths. But yeah, he's he's definitely butt pregnant. Yeah. Welp. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hello. Um, <laughs> Thank you, Brendan. Be speechless. Yeah. I need. I yeah, no, so much I'm gonna porn, need kitties. That, that is hilarious. <laughs> I'm going to need y'all to watch the episode and come back and tell me what your reaction is. Can that be our are. Halloween special? It has nothing sure. to do with my hero. <laughs> sure. Let's, oh let's do that. I can't believe y'all are going to make me do this. <laughs> oh my God. This is so funny. Oh, I can't wait to watch this. We're going to have to like do a coordinated streaming or something. Okay. That's, that's amazing. <laughs> oh God. But anyway, I back to our original topic. <laughs> <laughs> So I did just briefly want to mention like female omegas and male alphas. Um, they tend to just have exaggerated or idealized versions of quote unquote standard male female genitalia. So again, male alphas just have giant dicks and they usually have a knot, although not always. Like sometimes the knot has to be triggered emotionally or it only appears when the alpha is in rut. And then other times it just gets left out entirely because the author just doesn't vibe with the idea. Right. Yeah. I personally still can't tell if I vibe or don't vibe with the knot. Like it changes every day. Vibe. Always vibe. But uh, like vibe. But if I'm done, <laughs> I want, I want it out. I, like if I'm done with anything, anything, whether it's sexual or just anything, I, I'm done and I'm out and I'm just gone. So like, <laughs> it just seems like I don't know. I guess today I am not vibing with it. <laughs> you just need to like readjust your perception of what done means. I don't know. No, I don't know. <laughs> done is done is done. Done is done. Oh God. Moving on. So I don't anyway. know about that. <laughs> So female omegas typically just have vaginas that produce a fuckload of lubrication and require like little to no prep. But if I ever get around to writing an omega first fic, I'm going to give them vaginas and self-lubricating assholes because I'm not a coward, unlike the rest of y'all apparently, because I have yet to find a fanfic that features this. Yes, yes, yes. Give them all the parts. Exactly. 
Yes, all of it. Lubrication is sexy. No, what's better than one pussy? Two pussy. Like, come on. Hell yeah. Obvious. <laughs> all of them. Yes. <laughs> all right. So now we're going to move on to ABO dynamics in My Hero fanfics. So we're finally getting to the topic at hand. <laughs> <laughs> it took us so long. There's a lot of info to get through just because like everything varies so much. Um, so one thing I noticed right off the bat is that there's a lot less like overwhelming crushing angst in my hero Omegaverse fanfics than I've seen in other fandoms like Supernatural, Teen Wolf, Captain America, Yuri on Ice for some reason. I'm looking at y'all. <laughs> I mean, can can you really blame the Supernatural and Captain America folks? Can you really blame them, they get a us. pass. I don't know yeah. what's wrong with the Yuri on Ice fandom. I really don't. <laughs> That's true. They got a happy ending. What the hell? Right? And the <laughs> supernatural fandoms that have just been through the ringer. Mm-hmm. As a supernatural fan, I can attest to this. Yes. The fandom scares me even sometimes too like yeah mm-hmm. same like they have suffered a lot but they've also caused a lot of suffering let's be real <laughs> yes They're the but they, did, they did good this time around they did good this is a fun trope um so this initially surprised me um because of my experiences with other fandoms like generally the rule is that if the content is pretty cheerful then the uh fanfic is like the most horrible thing you've ever seen Um, But I think there are a couple of reasons for why My Hero doesn't fit this trend. Um, So the My Hero fandom includes a lot of trans folks, uh, especially trans men. And like, I feel like as a community, we're kind of getting a little sick of being sad and afraid 24-7. And we're like willing to steal joy wherever we can find it, especially if it pisses other people off. Yes. Hell yes. If you don't get or have joy, you make it yourself or steal it just to spite everyone around you. Yes. Mm -hmm. Sheraton for everyone. Yes. Absolutely. All the Sheraton. Um, Also, My Hero is a little newer compared to other fandoms and like, unrelenting pessimism isn't as popular as it used to be (laughs) yay like that specific generational and societal change I'm like so happy and excited for as it continues Mm -hmm. just yes absolutely yeah not all of us can be emo (laughs) (laughs) yeah leave that to us y'all don't want it um but also it turns out most of the super dark fanfics are dobby hawks centric so they're all coalesced into one shit (laughs) yep 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 and yeah these are very descriptive they're very explicit pull no punches lots of hurt no comfort um so if that's your jam then you know where to go (laughs) yeah this is this just does not surprise me at Mm. all um but also also and i say this with all the love in my heart y'all folks who go for the hurt no comfort tag i you just we just need to give y'all all the hugs like <laughs> it just it's so alien to me like i can't even comprehend and therefore i have like sympathy for the people who do comprehend just like <laughs> hug get hugs all of you You gotta get your catharsis somewhere i guess i Um, guess but also (laughs) hugs please yeah but all of the above being said there is still plenty of angst um but overall i found that like the social commentary tended to be pretty well thought out and nuanced um and a lot of fanfics taught me something or made me think about an issue in a new way and i mean y'all know i'm all about that so i had a great time yeah, you are all, mm-hmm. all about that. <laughs> I also noticed that while a lot of fan writers have a tendency to write about like abuse or homelessness or sex work in like very stereotypical ways, my hero writers were a little bit better. Um, like they were more likely to take a more nuanced and educated approach. Um, honestly, a lot of stuff came across as like almost worryingly frank and genuine. Like, sometimes I'd read a fanfic and be like, okay, this author is either an expert researcher or they grew up in a very abusive home and then were homeless for five years. Like, <laughs> like that level of genuine. Um, And I mean, that being said, there's still plenty of stereotypical bullshit, but it's a massive fandom. So, you know, it's inevitable. 
Yeah, that's surprisingly not that surprising to me. Just from the spheres of the AMHA fandom, I've like dipped my toe into or just kind of lurked in the background of. They've generally been good spheres, like especially compared with older fandoms. And hopefully this is an increasing trend. Yeah, I think it's all the trans people. Not going to lie. Yep, yep, (laughs) yep. Transparent trans people are more likely to actually experience all of the above when compared yeah. to cis people. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I've noticed that the writing quality of my hero fanfics in general is very high. Um, but like the porn is really good. Like y'all are some talented as hell porn writers. Like porn is incredibly difficult to write, um, and kink especially. So, so good job. It's, 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 it's. <laughs> That is in the notes, listeners. I purposely yeah. put the ns, ns, ns sound effect into the notes just for this moment. You're welcome. It was it was going to come up eventually. Yeah, I just imagine. Oh God, what's who is from Bob's Burgers? Jean? No, not Jean. Um, Marshmallow. Dancing Queen. Oh, Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy Junior. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Dancing Queen and Jimmy Jr. That's amazing. Um, <laughs> no, you're right. And anyway, you're right. Yeah. Again. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> moving on. Yeah. So now we're going to take a look at some of the more popular um, My Hero Omegaverse couples. Um, this is where we're going to get into the aged up stuff uh, because all of the most popular pairings are students because that's all of the characters. Um, and this is something I've avoided in the past um, and it wasn't particularly hard. Um, Because most of the shows I watch just, you know, there are plenty of adult characters anyway. Um, So it's something I've avoided, but I found it a lot less triggering than I expected. um, Mostly because the characters were like very OOC. (laughs) Like basically the only commonalities were like names and then one or two physical features. And like here especially was a significant departure from canon. Like partially to meet the demands of the trope and partially because the writer was just inserting whatever they personally found hot. Um, So overall, honestly, most of the time it felt like reading about brand new characters and I wasn't mad about that because they were still really good characters. Yeah, see, again, I personally just don't really vibe with OOC characters, like, but maybe that would be different were I to actually read more just straight up porn fix. So like, I don't know. Um, And then I also noted whoever was the Omega Um, was generally the most OOC because um, they were most likely to be the author's self-insert character. So everyone writing Omegaverse fanfic is an Omega, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So the most popular ship is, of course, Bakudeku, aka Bonk Donks, aka Burger King Deku King, if your brain works the main mind does. Bonk Donks. Yeah, Twitter started up with that recently, and I love it so much. It's so them. I love it. You can just hear their hard as hell foreheads cracking together. Yep. Like, bonk, 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 bonk. Yep. So the highest ranked fanfics usually featured Katsuki as the alpha. Um, but if you look at all the Baku Deku fics as a whole, like honestly, I genuinely couldn't tell who was more likely to be what. Um, however, again, I did notice that the character the author was projecting onto was most likely to be the Omega. Um, and another interesting difference, um, considering all the My Hero fanfic as a whole, I'd say Izuku is the most popular self-insert character. Um, but when it came to Omegaverse fanfic specifically, it was tied pretty evenly between Katsuki and Izuku. That is so intriguing. Like Deku as the self-insert guy is not surprising because protagonist and because Deku just himself as a person. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the tie, like, I love that. Right? I thought it was really interesting. Um, and then the second most popular pairing is a tie uh, between Toto Deku and Kiribaku. I know you're shocked. I genuinely couldn't tell you which one is more popular. I saw a lot of both. And again, I wasn't, I wasn't logging actual numbers. Um, and I did notice that with these pairings, both Izuku and Katsuki were both were most likely to be the Omega. And I have exactly one bone to pick here. And it's that Kirishima is clearly an Omega. And no, I'm not just saying this because I'm trans and a Kirikini. I don't know what you're talking about. This is a 100% objective opinion. 
Yeah, bread doth protest too much. No, I'm protesting yeah. just enough. I think. Yeah, no, I'm just gonna eat popcorn in the background, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. But also, I'm just personally surprised that Katsuki is the Omega when paired with Kiri, just from the Katsuki side of the Kiri Baku. But I, like, I guess that's where the OOC comes in, I guess. But, but also, Izuku is definitely Shoto's Omega, like, unless they get into some role reversal stuff. Yeah, with Katsuki, um, again, remember, usually the whole point of these fanfics is that the person doesn't fit their designation. Um, So Katsuki is usually like pretty bratty. He's like the notoriously difficult Omega, like that's his thing. And then Kirishima is like the alpha who's way too chill. So (laughs) yeah, yeah, Katsuki is a brat. Yeah, okay. Okay, I'm seeing it now. He's, he's a handful. Yep. No matter what sort of relationship he's in. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> son friend boyfriend he's always going to be difficult um, yes. and we love yep. him for it um as for the adult characters eraser mike is really high up there and i spent a lot of time on this pairing <laughs> <laughs> like a really long time um and it's a tough call but overall i'd hazard a guess that aizawa is the most likely one to be the omega which I think is correct. I think he's got like a strange like parental instinct that I think people are tapping into. Like mm-hmm. the feral Omega parent kind of a thing. Okay. All right. Again, also my dislike for out of character had Aizawa as the alpha for reasons I don't personally want to investigate here in this public <laughs> forum. Um, well, but also- I don't mind. <laughs> Also, just from like even outside of Omega Verse, where you get into like kinks with control and non and like letting go of control is usually reversed from what they do like in their professional life. Mm-hmm. If that it just from a very simplified point of view. So yeah, that in that way it makes sense in my brain. But also, I no Alpha Izawa. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's because you want to be <laughs> fucked by Azala. Yes, um, <laughs> it is. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, I think you've really tapped into something there because I think a lot of people went, okay, I know he ties people up for a living with that scarf, but what if he was the one tied up? And yes. genius, love it. Yep, perfection. Um, So Dabby Hawks is probably the most popular adult ship, but I want to talk about that one separately um, because it's a little special. So I'm going to skip it for now. (laughs) Um, So we're going to go back to the kids. Uh, So Denki and Shinso is also pretty popular. Uh, Denki is almost always the Omega, um, mostly because people are horny as hell for Fanon adult Shinso, who again has literally nothing in common with canon Shinso except purple hair. So... (laughs) (laughs) It's the eye bags. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, probably. It's the emo boy vibes. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. They were like, okay, we're going to take that. And we're going to take that. And we're going to make a dumpster fire with a lot of muscles and tattoos. So mm-hmm. <laughs> that's basically what happened. Um, Mina Kirishima is a really popular side couple. Um, I'll be real. I don't really get it. But in this pairing, Mina is usually the alpha and Kirishima is usually the omega. And that is correct. So I'm going to give it a pass. Yes, that instance only. But also <laughs> the Mina Kiri shippers, they're real. They're out there. They're straight. Oh, yeah, they're very uh, real. And I feel really bad for them. <laughs> yeah, and, but they're living in like a whole other reality that is actually based in quote unquote traditional shonen pairing histories. And I don't like it. Like, no, it's they're not. There's yeah, nothing there. The reality they're living in is mm-hmm. actual reality. Um, and we're living in a much more fun reality. So yeah. Yes. Yeah. Your statement is correct. I never saw it and I never will. I could nope. maybe see Shinzo and Saro, but like Mina and Kiri, no. Yeah. Absolutely not. Yep. Yeah, no. Unfortunately, I think we're probably gonna get it, but we'll see. I don't want it. Me either. <laughs> Uh, we have to let them have something. If- no, we don't. They've had everything for thousands and millions of years. They don't get it. That's Wait, true. no, that's that's not correct because queerness was 
much more accepted outside of Judeo-Christian Western nonsense. Uh, okay. Not really. But, okay, fine. <laughs> There's too much going on. I, they, th- I'm not giving the straights anything. They can't have anything. They get nothing. Meaning Carrie's not a thing. <laughs> okay. Okay. Sure. Um, as for all the other possible pairings, there's, I mean, there's so many and it is a total grab bag again, wasn't tracking it. I couldn't give you accurate trends for who's paired with who, or who's assigned as what, like I would actually have to sit down and do some numbers. Um, but there is a lot of Toto Baku Deku and Kiri Baku Deku and Toto Baku Kiri Deku <laughs> to no one's yes. surprise, but again, couldn't tell you who was more likely to be what, but uh, the Omegaverse is a polycule playground. Yes. Yes. We stand polycules. Mm-hmm. Yes, we do. Absolutely. Um, and then as expected, there are very few fanfics where a female-female pairing is like the main focus. Like there's plenty where there's the side focus, um, but they don't usually get like their own main storyline. Um, pairings like this again. Oh, wait, nope. I just said that. They're usually briefly mentioned side characters. Um, but Momojiro is the most popular, and I did actually run some numbers here because the numbers were pathetically small. Uh, so Momojiro is most popular with 10 fanfics. Um, they're also the most popular female-female pairing, like in general. Togachako comes in second with seven fanfics, and I was very surprised by that. Um, and then there's only two Suchako fanfics. And I didn't look up any other female-female My Hero pairings, uh, so my apologies if your ship was not included. I just got depressed and stopped searching. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, I don't know. I guess the My Hero lesbians, like, either they aren't into ABO, um, because if you take out the ABO tag and just search for the ship, like, the numbers jump up into the several hundreds for each ship. Um, Either that or they're getting their kicks from the Shira Quora ABO fanfics. Um, and there's, I mean, there's certainly plenty there. Um, and again, um, these ships still were nowhere close to the male, male pairing numbers, but we will get there one day. I'm sure it's definitely, I'm definitely seeing a rise. It it is a travesty that must be corrected. Absolutely. Um, finally, I noticed that a lot of explicit fics are written by the same people, um, which seems to be pretty common across fandoms, but it is especially true for the My Hero fandom. I found an author that had like 120 explicit My Hero fanfics. Like, who has the time? 120. 120. That's like, I know so- I know the fandom's been around for a really long time, but that is a lot. That's so many. Yeah, again, I can't even finish one book. How? I, How do I you don't have know. that much time? I don't know. And like, I repeat, a lot of these fanfics are long, like 50 plus chapters, hundreds of thousands of words, multiple parts, sequels and prequels and one shots and spinoffs. Like how is this fandom producing so much content so quickly? Like I am baffled and in awe because I write approximately 500 words every two years. So couldn't be me. All right. So now we are going to get to Dobby Hawks and this one is special mostly because one of the characters Hawks, obviously already has animalistic characteristics canonically, um, which are very easily exaggerated phononically. Um, okay, I I didn't comment on these notes because they were added late, but do they give him like bird legs and a beak and shit? No, 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 no. Okay. Not those, not those characteristics. I'm talking okay. about like sex stuff. Oh, sure. Uh, <laughs> so the result is that non- Omegaverse fanfic will still often contain kinks that most people think of as Omegaverse specific. Um, oh. oh yeah, lots of okay. nesting, crooning. <laughs> He's a bird nests. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> crooning is an interesting one. Um, nodding comes up if they make him the top. Um, I couldn't tell who's the top or the bottom. Well, I have a guess, but we'll get to it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, But as I mentioned before, these fanfics are often pretty brutal, Uh, so I didn't read very many, which means I'm more reluctant to make definitive statements. My best guess, based on just the tags, was that Dobby was most likely to be the alpha. I'm pretty sure it's because y'all are convinced he has an enormous dick. I'm not so convinced. Okay. Also, dick piercings. Just dick piercings everywhere. Yeah, that checks out. Yeah, I I can't with the again. It's my OOC tism coming out because I feel like his dick is the first thing that would have gotten burned off. 
Okay. <laughs> I feel really bad laughing about that. Oh God. I, do it, it, I mean, logically, logically, but yeah, okay. no, no, I, okay. but I do understand Dobby as the alpha just in their relationship. I get it. I, I understand it's logical, but also it's definitely not there anymore. So <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and then I saw a lot of um, other tags like egg laying. Um, so clearly the kinks yeah. here are even broader than with other ships because um, egg laying isn't usually considered to be like a typical Omegaverse uh, trope. But hawks is half birds, so it's not much of a stretch, pun intended. How How is egg laying not considered typical? I'm sorry. Like, well, usually they give birth to live babies if but, it's an Omegaverse fanfic. But- he's a bird it feels like with all the ovipositors oh yeah no this is very well the ovipositors are not that's okay that's we're gonna have to do a whole <laughs> ovipositors are complicated you're gonna have to tutor me on what exactly the ovipositors are doing because i feel like egg laying should be very common but okay fine this is again i did not do any of the reading <laughs> Yeah, remember it's fantasy ovipositors. Um, but anyway, but, but eggs. Okay, it's okay, yeah. Nicole. It's okay. My tism hurts. Just the ADHD. <laughs> Nicole's having a breakdown. It's fine. We knew this would happen eventually. <laughs> oh yeah, it's been happening for a while. I think with every passing moment, her brain explodes a little bit more. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. I think so. Um, so we're gonna pivot away from more scandalous things um <laughs> something a little more a little easier to digest um we're going to talk <laughs> about uh the omegaverse and the my hero trans community um because as stated earlier i definitely noticed a much higher rate of trans authors compared to other fandoms i've been in um and granted technically the only way to know this for certain is if the author identifies themselves as such in the tags or in the author notes um the most commonly used tags are like trans author or author is trans um, and they're certainly not obligated to put that anywhere because that's very personal information. And please don't harass fanfic authors demanding their personal information. It's very rude and invasive. So don't do that. Um, but anyway, I read so much Omegaverse porn that it got to the point where I'd read something and I'd be like, oh, this author is almost certainly trans. <laughs> like, I can't explain what the distinction is, but it's there. You just recognize your own. I think so. I think so. Um, but there are a few little clues here and there. Um, overall, I noticed that trans authors are much more likely to give their characters standard like AMAB or AFAB genitalia and like use AMAB or AFAB terms and descriptions for said genitalia, which is very interesting. I didn't see that in other fandoms like Teen Wolf. Um, and and again, I was I was I was into it. <laughs> I mean, it it makes sense since like bottom surgery is often so unreachable that it feels like fantasy in and of itself to a lot of folks, unfortunately. Uh, so they they don't have to add the ovipositors and the tails and the claws for it to still feel fantastical. Mm-hmm. I think so, yeah. Um, I also noticed that my hero Omegaverse fanfics also are much more likely to celebrate gender and sex differences, like to the point of like positive self-affirming kink. Um, so ABO characters written by trans authors often display autosexual behaviors and self-sexualization, which means that they're attracted to their own bodies and they become aroused by sexualizing themselves in their own minds. Yeah. And like your body is consensually sexy, my all gender dudes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And of course, this does not count if you're reading a Dobby Hawks fic, <laughs> in which case it's more of a, my body is the ugliest thing I've ever seen. No one's ever going to love me. I'm just a walking kink and nothing more doomed to loneliness and abuse and an early death kind of vibe. Um, Teen Wolf. So <laughs> she... Jesus, please hug these authors and readers consensually. Good God. Yeah, yeah. They they seem like they need like a really, really big hug. Jeez. You know, hopefully they're getting these hugs and this fanfic writing is just part of their therapy process. Sure, sure. Therapy and hugs, please. <laughs> but yeah, obviously both approaches are valid and neither is better than the other, and people write to meet their own needs. We just have a distinct personal preference, clearly. Clearly. 
but yeah, this is anyway. Uh, this is just me saying that I found reading my hero Omegaverse fanfics to be a very uplifting and affirming experience in a way that was very different from other fandom experiences that I've had in the past. And I think I will be reading more in the future. I had a good time. Yeah. And I just hope that fanfic across all fandom is on this same trajectory. Like the millennial doom and gloom, it's 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 so tired once you're kind of able to remove yourself from it and kind of look at it and observe it for what it is. Like it, it's okay to have joy, guys. Mm-hmm. It's it's not just fortune <laughs> cookie stuff. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> And so for our final section, we are going to be putting ourselves into ABO categories. Just kidding. Clearly, we are all Omegas. Yeah, no, cannot <laughs> even argue with that. I may have just a few like beta tendencies just because the tism gets in the way. But yeah, yeah. Oh, there are Omega. Omegas with autism who do not display typical Omega characteristics. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, only in some instances, but not for everybody. Wink. You're an occasional switch, but you're still an Omega. Um, but don't worry, there's there's plenty of like Dom Omega fix out there. Yeah. So final comments, everyone. I have a bunch of new kinks that I never saw coming, pun intended. Uh, we we should maybe possibly do a monster fucking side bonus episode for reasons utterly unrelated to my own interests that can be our <laughs> halloween episode yeah wait do you want to mon- leave that nicole it was monster fucking or carl's butt pregnancy we got to pick one or the other because i can't do monster fucking in the same breath as carl weezer <laughs> <laughs> let's do monster fucking okay because that's at least my hero specific <laughs> okay all right uh... yeah I will, I will, I will ponder this this weekend. Yes. Yeah. Sounds good. Sounds good. Um, I just, I just felt so called out this entire freaking episode, but like in a good way. (laughs) Same. Yeah. Same. I was like, my people, (laughs) it was great. Yeah. This was wonderful. All right. Well, this has been my hero analysis. You'll hear us again soon. And until then, go beyond plus ultra thirst responsibly, especially on bonus episodes and just always use lube. Bye (laughs) y'all. Thanks again for listening. Theme music is The Happy Cowboy by Gary the Canary, remixed by Fern. If you'd like to submit questions, fan art, or bonus episode topics, visit our website at myheroanalysis.com. We're also on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok under at myheroanalysis. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. Bye, y'all. Bye.